Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is the Michigan Maniac Podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. This is the Ask Me Anything episode. Uh, let's get into the housekeeping of all this. Uh, go to YouTube, check that out. All the videos there coming up more, I promise. Uh, two, go to the social media aspect of it, which is the uh, Michigan Maniacs fan page on Facebook and the Michigan Maniacs podcast uh, page on Instagram. Go to there. I put everything possible that I find on Michigan that I find interesting or cool that I think you guys would like. Um, also, one promotion out there that I am enjoying that I know you guys are, and that is the free sticker promotion. You guys go to either the Michigan Maniac fan page on Facebook and leave a review, or go to iTunes, Apple Podcasts, same thing, and leave a review. Hit me up on my DM or leave a message on the Michigan Maniac fan page and tell me your full name, your address, and which uh, platform you put it on, and I will send you a free sticker. Uh, it's been going great. I've had a reorder, so it's working. It's fantastic. You guys have been awesome, and I can't wait to do it. Also, guys, I'm giving away five free t-shirts, right? Five. And these are high quality stuff. I don't mess around with the money. I get some high quality stuff. This ain't cheapo stuff. So uh, whoever gets the most people to follow me and then uh, tag your Twitter handle in Twitter, I will go ahead and send you guys the five top t-shirts. All right. Um, also, um, I will be live tweeting games coming up at the beginning of the new year. Uh, basketball games and then I will also be live tweeting the bowl game as well uh, just go to uh, Twitter you can find me Michigan Maniac Podcast very simple follow and enjoy I've been having a good time with that even though Twitter does scare me to death because you equal Adam with drinking and Twitter that could be a bad combination but it does make for a good time so let's Get, oh, before I actually go, there I can't say what it is yet. I, uh, I'm i waiting for a uh, 100% stone cold confirmation. But there is something huge happening with the Michigan Maniac Podcast. I'm very excited about this. I know it will probably rub some people the wrong way. It will make some people very excited. But either way, it's great for me and the podcast. So if you love this podcast, get on board. I can't wait to tell you all. It's going to be phenomenal. So wait and see. But it's coming up soon, and I cannot wait to tell you. There is only two podcasts left. This one and then the big game pregame before the end of the year. So I will make an announcement, maybe even a Maniacs News Drop. You never know. But stuff's happening, guys, and it's super exciting. And this next coming season is going to be phenomenal in many, many different ways. So let's get into this. Ask Me Anything. My favorite show, actually, to be quite honest. Well, the reaction episodes are always my favorite just because I get to blow off steam. Uh, and I love the pre the big game pregame. I love that one because there's you know some thinking into it. Uh, but this one, I like the interaction. I like the fact that you guys have actually really enjoyed doing this. I mean, I love it. Thank you guys. So this is from uh, Wolverine Zone. If you aren't following this guy on Instagram, you have to. Wolverine Zone is one of the best Instagram follows if you're a Wolverine fan. He covers everything. It's awesome. Um, now, 
His question is, which new signee are you the most excited about? Now, I'm sure that's a pretty popular question throughout all of it, and but it deserves to be answered because I usually have a different take on it than most people. Now, I could give you A.J. Henning, Braden McGregor, Andre Seldon, all those guys, right? I'm going to go with one and two. There's two of them that I am very excited about on the offensive side, and then I will give you at least one that, well, there's two I'm really excited on the defensive side, okay? And I'm sure a lot of people have already covered this, but this is what I'm going to go with. Blake Corum and Roman Wilson on the offensive side, I think are going to make a tremendous uh, like splash offensively next season. Now I would expect Blake Horm to redshirt. He'll get his four games, just because we are loaded at running back, especially with Chris Evans coming back. But I expect him to have some games early, early. Like when we're playing the crap teams, hopefully we'll be up at this point. We're not struggling like we were this season. And if we're up by 10, 15 points, expect Blake Horn to get in there. He's probably the fastest running back on the team at this point, so I can't wait to see what he does. Roman Wilson, if you haven't seen his high school tape, do yourself a favor. Look up Roman Wilson highlights. You will be shocked at how fast this kid is. Fast. And he's good size. He's got great speed. He may be coming in. He might be the fastest kid on the team. He might be. Him and Daxon Hill may be chasing each other down in a dead heat. I'm telling you, it's close. So I'm really excited to see what this kid can do. And I don't see him redshirting. I really don't. I, I think if he gets one or two big plays and he breaks them, I bet you see him play a lot this season or the season coming up. Um, Now, there's two I'm very excited about. One, uh. We got Jalen Harrell, which is kind of like the uh, Josh Uche replacement. Big kid. He's like, I, I didn't write, I should have done this, but I didn't write down his size. But he's like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, like 230 pounds, 220 pounds. This is a big kid. And he's got speed on the edge. I'm telling you, I can't wait to see what this kid can do. I wouldn't be shocked if he red shirts. I, I just wouldn't. But I'm very excited to see what he can do. Um, also, then, two, I'm very excited to watch uh, this R.J. Moten. Now, I know this isn't part of the question, um, but I am. I want to. I want. I want to kind of uh, go off track for a bit. Uh, I really love what Michigan's doing right now with the with all the safeties they've been recruiting because. I'll be honest, with the way college football is going, we're we're really getting into positionless uh, football. Not so much that a, a tight end, that a defensive end can be a linebacker, could be a safety, right? But I'm saying in position. So if you're a just, a, it's soon just going to be D-line. You're going to have a, your defensive end is going to be just like your defensive tackle and whatever, right? And then your linebackers and safeties will be mixed in as one group, and then the cornerbacks will have their own designation. Because what what makes me excited about this is I saw this last season in the in the NFL playoff when the Chargers took on the the Baltimore Ravens, and the majority of the Charger defensive backfield were all basically safeties. 
and they shut down what you would typically see from a college football team, right? Now listen, you're not going to do that in the NFL all the time. You have to change up. But in this new landscape of college football, you could more than likely get away with a lot of that. If you have linebackers who are about six one, from 5'10 to 6'3, around 210 to 230 pounds, and can all run a 4'3, that's just like a safety. So you mix them all in and you can cover all parts of the field. Now listen, the defensive line needs to be big so it can plug up holes. So you're not, so those offensive, uh, linemen can't open holes to where the big running back can hurt these, these, uh, undersized linebackers. But I'm telling you, positional less or position, there will only be like four different positions in college football coming up. Defensive line, linebacker safety type, whatever you want to call it. They'll probably come up with a thing like Viper and then cornerback. That'll be it. Um, I'm excited about that, though. I want to see what he can do. Um, also, this isn't another part of the question, but I want to answer it anyways because this has been on my mind. Um, you know, lately I've been on this whole kick about mental toughness and how we've been lacking that on this team, right? Um, I have been nothing but impressed with this 2020 recruiting class because six of them not only are early enrollees which show a, a, a form of mental toughness a form of uh, like duty a form of uh, just I want to get moving very proactive right not the typical high school reaction where I just want to enjoy my my senior year I'll chill out with my buddies I'll get drunk I'll hit, you know hit on some crazy ladies whatever whatever that is because I know that's what I did my my senior year so the CDs kids not only enroll but be in practice six of them I mean that's crazy impressive and I I'm telling you these will be the cornerstone of our team going forward I can almost guarantee it um Blake Horm come on right away running back fantastic Nikai Hill Green linebacker awesome probably uh might be a viper who knows I mean obviously he's going to redshirt because you got Bar you got Michael Barrett uh almost a lock at, at uh um viper right now and then you've got Josh Ross and um Cam McGrone. I mean no one's cracking that lineup um, and then you got Zach Zinter, offensive line. I mean, come on. Right now, the one true strength of this Michigan team, and we haven't been able to say this for a very long time, but is it is our offensive line. I mean, look what it did against Ohio State. Uh, our running game didn't suffer because our offensive line couldn't open up holes. It's because our running backs didn't use their eyes to run through holes. So that you can't blame that on the offensive line. Um Makari Page, safety, uh, duh, going to be awesome. Uh, Andre Seldon, I love this kid because I think he's going to be the cornerback version of Frank uh, Clark and Brandon Graham. And then, well, obviously I'm not going to say the cornerback version of Charles Woodson maybe in uh, production because we don't know yet, even though he's an opportunistic cornerback. But shit-talking, this kid is top level. I mean, I guess he shut down the number one guy for Ohio State recruiting coming up. I don't even know what that kid's name is because I try not to pay attention to Ohio State at all. Um, but, uh, and then he talks shit on Twitter. 
I got you gotta love this kid. I know he's only five eight, but he's opportunistic, he's fast, and he fucking backs it up with his mouth and his actions. I love this kid. Love him. Uh right off the bat. And then Braden McGregor. I know he's going to get treatment, and he's still hurt, but still showing up, wanting to be a part of the team, wanting to get the whole idea of what this whole thing's about shows me something, tells me about who these kids are as people and as young men growing into men i love it i can't wait to see what these kids will do and i'm telling you i'm paying attention to every single one of them because i know they're going to produce i am very excited about this so let's go on to the next one do you agree michigan needs uh oh if i have seen the twitter beef i haven't really seen twitter beef because i i'm just kind of getting into twitter but do you agree that Michigan needs to step up their effort, creativity on social media? Uh, he feels like the cards were cool, but a bit tacky and outdated. I don't know, man. Uh, that That is really a young man's game, I'll be honest with you. Um, I would have to get in touch with my kid and see what, how he feels about it. Because to me, just even being recruited by Michigan and getting a blurb in a newspaper would have been the highlight of my life, right? So if they... If they Posted on YouTube, I mean on on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever it is. I don't care what form it is, as long as my my face has got the fucking helmet on my head and I'm doing the pose. I don't care what form it is. It is super exciting to me. Now I don't know. I can't get in the head of the of today's kids. I just can't. Uh, <laughs> I I don't get it. I don't get that most of the time. Skinny jeans. Just sounds like you just don't want any kids. It sounds like you're cramping up your nuts. You're not going to produce, right? To me, that it just sounds crazy. Most of what these kids, I know it sounds like my father and then my grandfather before him. I get it. I know I'm old. But, no, I, I don't know. Maybe, I guess. Get somebody in Michigan, uh, like the, one of the young kids in the... Uh, like in a creative department and have him start taking over Twitter. Maybe that should be the thing. I don't know. But, yeah, you know, well, you know what? I wasn't going to bring this up, but this kind of brings into, kind of loosely falls into place. But um, they have the top 25 facilities in college football. Who, where, what, you know, where they all place, right? Michigan was 16th. I was expecting them to be way higher. Way, way higher, like, top 10 easy but they were 16 ohio state i think was seven or six it was embarrassing i mean where i mean we talk about how we are michigan how we have all this shit yeah maybe we are a little bit outdated so maybe we need to push up everything our facility the way we think the way we fucking approach social media whatever we need to do maybe we got to do it I mean, maybe we have too many old heads trying to figure out what's going on. Let's get some young blood in this fucking situation. Maybe that's how it is. I don't know, but I, something needs to change. I agree. Maybe something needs to change. I don't know. Um, Post-signing day, what should be our, real, our realistic expectations for next year? I don't know. Another 10-3 and three season, maybe? I can't really say right now. I think, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm very excited about those six kids getting into practice early. I'm very excited about this signing, this, the, this recruiting class. I know we're 11th right now. I don't care. It's really... Now listen, I get Ohio State's third. I get it. But it 
Can you turn a four-star into a five-star? And, I mean, let's face it. Braden McGregor could have been a five-star. Got hurt. Are you telling me uh, fucking Blake Corum couldn't have been a five-star? I think there's a very thin line between five and four stars. I really do. And I think it all then becomes how you develop this talent. Because look at Rick, look at fucking Ronnie. I always want to call him Ricky Bell for some reason. How about Ronnie Bell? Two-star. You think he's playing like a two-star? No, it's all how you develop the talent. That's what I think. So... Until we can show some type of mental toughness, why? I mean, I'd be foolish to say we're going to get past 10 and 3. 9 and 4. We're always going to be in that fucking situation because that's what Michigan throughout history has always been. But because football has been different in the way we do uh, the Big Ten title, we never had a Big Ten title game for the majority of the history of Michigan football or the Big Ten, right? And we did schedules and blah, whatever. I'm not going to bore you with all that stuff. But we need to change some stuff. We need to get mentally strong. We need to we need to get in the game here. And I think nine and four, ten and three is exactly where we're at until we can prove we can beat some of the big fucking boys. And that's just how it goes. Who do you have winning the national title? Boom. Very good question. Uh, that I would say. I would say. I oh, God, that's a tough one. Because I want to discount Clemson right off the bat. I think they're good enough to beat Ohio State because I'm never going to pick Ohio State to win a fucking game. I get it. I know I have two hardcore Buckeyes that listen to this, Timmy and I. I God, guys, I am. I I'm telling you, I'm sorry, but I can't ever pick your team to win. I'm just not going to. That's just that. Maybe that's a shortcoming in who I am, but I'm not doing it. Just not doing it. Sorry. Uh, but I appreciate you guys listening and you guys, the Garner Boys. This I'm just going to call you that, the Garner Boys. Loving Ohio State, I I can't pick your team. I want to pick Clemson, and then after that, I'm going to pick LSU. I just think LSU overall, Joe Burrow is fantastic. He makes that team go. I know the defense is kind of suspect, but overall, I don't. Yeah, I'm going to pick LSU. Fuck it. I'm just picking LSU. Um, Let's see here. Oh, how are you feeling about the bowl games uh, or about our bowl game? Well, I'll be honest. I don't understand Michigan fans that are worried about this game. Not saying that we have a lock to win. I don't think that's the case at all. But we as a fan base cannot say we need to be in the playoff every year and then we fucking get scared of playing Alabama. That makes no logical sense to me that you can say no no we need to be in the college football playoff and we're going to base this off of of Jim Harbaugh's job we're going to say he needs to be fired but then we panic because we're playing Ohio because we're playing Alabama I know we're not that good this year I from what everybody's telling me I know we're not that good I know our defense is Jekyll and Hyde you never know who the fuck you're going to get I get it but it doesn't matter. This is what I'm talking about. Mental toughness. Our mental mindset should be, I don't care that we're fucking 9-3 and three or 9-4 and four or 10-3, and three, whatever it is. I don't care the record. Bring it on, mother effers. Bring it on. We're willing to take you wherever you want to play us because we will come and we are ready to fight. 
That's how we should be. And if we're not ready to be like that as a fan base, how can we ever expect our boys on the field to ever be like that? Because we will never back them up 100% when we feel like this. No wonder fucking Ohio State outsold us in our own home. Our own home. See, that's why people fucking disrespect us. Because Ohio State comes into the big house and owns the fucking place. No wonder we're so scared about playing Alabama. No, I think we should play. I don't care if we lose the same way we lost Ohio State. We need to step up and say, try me, motherfucker. That's what we need to do. That's where our mindset needs to be. Every fucking day, our mindset has to be, bring it on. I'm not backing down to you. I don't care who you are. Maybe that's the Italian in me because I'm going to poke you in the chest. Try and knock me out. If you do, I'll get right back up and poke you in the chest again. I don't care. But you're bringing it every chance I'm in the room. You understand? And that's how we need to be as a fan base and as a team. So, no, I'm excited that we're going to play Alabama. Yeah, we might get our clocks cleaned. (laughs) Absolutely. Because who knows what defense is going to show up. But fuck it. Let's do it. All right. This is from Brian. How do you feel about our uh, commits after this week? Okay, I already, already talked about that, which is awesome. I know we had, uh, I believe I saw a good chunk of four stars. Which commits are you most excited about? All right, talked about all that. Fucking awesome. Great question, by the way, Brian. You are a fantastic supporter of the Michigan Mania podcast, and I appreciate you every day. But, yeah, I already talked about that. Uh, I mean, Quorum, all of them, they're fantastic. I mean, a bunch of uh, four stars and three stars, I'm pretty happy with this class. Um, this is from Gabe. Let's see. What's your opinion about the Bama game? I already told you. How do you feel about our shot to win? Well, I don't know. Um, I would rather play, and then he also follows up with, would you rather play Bama with Tua out or in? Um, I'll be honest. I don't care how we play him. Like I just got done saying, we need to stand up and act like, like we have a pair and be like, listen. Who cares? Let's do this. I'm excited. I think it's great to play Bama. I mean, Mac Jones, It's his. it'll be his third start, his third career start as a quarterback for Alabama. I mean, they have Najee Harris, which is phenomenal. I mean, a Michigan recruit that we went after hard. Um, I mean, that kid is a fantastic running back. Um, and then they have four of the most dangerous wide receivers in college football. So, at the... It's a steep hill to beat this team. An absolute steep hill. But let's face it. If those kids on our team, and there's a few of them who want to go pro, and that's Nico Collins, DPJ, uh, Cesar Ruiz, Bredesen, uh, Runyon, which how can you complain with anybody on our offensive line? They're fantastic. And when you, all of them, right? They're, uh, hell, even... Tariq Black wants to show off for whatever team he's going to go to next, right? I mean, you've got, hell, let's face it, even Jordan Glasgow, if he shows out in this game, he might actually get drafted. Who knows, Brandon Watson got drafted. Hell, if Brandon Watson get drafted, anybody can get drafted, to be quite honest with you. Uh, And Glasgow, I mean, hell, he actually got nominated for a fucking award this year. So if he shows out, big deal. He might make something, you know? Um, Uche going to the pros his last game. He definitely wants to improve his draft stock. And granted, to be quite honest, I'm sure his draft gate, his draft grade was impressive because I love that kid. 
But do you don't think this is the great part about this bowl game? And I'll be honest, the great part about this bowl game is you are on your own team and you're playing a high quality team that NFL teams are going to be watching. So yeah, you can go to the North the the what the Blue Gray game, the Shrine Bowl, Senior Bowl, whatever the fuck else you want to go to. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to play, right? And it's not your team. So and most and yeah, I'm sure some scouts are there and they pay attention, but no one's going to be t- paying attention to the blue gray game, blue gray game, or the the whatever senior bowl like they're paying attention to the citrus bowl. And you show out in the citrus bowl, that's impressive because you're going to be like, this is his, this is what he does, this is his team, this is this is impressive. This is what they're going to be paying attention to. So this is the best bowl game we could ever be actually asking for as a team. So yeah, no, I'm very excited about that. Um, oh yeah, okay. So no, same question. All right. So this one's from Ryan. With Blake Corum signing this class and Chris Evans coming back, we have a loaded backfield. How do you think Gaddis will utilize all these guys, and how do you think he will divide the snaps between them? All right. Well, this is how I see it. I like I said a little bit earlier. I really do believe Blake Corum. You'll see him earlier in the season when we're playing a bunch of shit teams. Get his four games in there, and then let him relax. Unless he shows out in one or two games, and then they may want to save him for the bigger games later, right? That could happen. But I, I really do see the main snaps at, at running back going between uh, Haskins and Charbonnet. And then uh, Evans is going to be like uh, like uh, Julian Edelman for for Tom Brady. So whoever wins that, that starting quarterback job... Um, will have a Julian Edelman type because you can put him anywhere now. You can put Chris Evans backfield because he actually wasn't that bad of a blocker and he can catch out of, the, out of the backfield, which is great. He can run decent routes for a running back and then he's going to be pumped to get out there, right? He might have some rust, so that's why he's not going to start because let's face it, you take a year off, I don't care in what shape you are. You're not game shape. So Haskins, Charbonnet, who's going to get that? We'll see. But I I would say Chris Evans is going to be mainly in the slot. And then, um, you know, then you've got Christian Turner. Who knows? He may transfer. Don't know. I love I, I I had high hopes for this kid. I think he's probably injured this year. I'm gonna push it off on that. And then Van Sumeren, he's got the great job full time over at the concession stand. Why why come back onto the field so he can fumble it everywhere? Well he can just throw peanuts to people and throw them to the wrong ones. I think it's great. I think he's really trying hard. Uh, maybe there's some uh, credits, extracurricular stuff that he can get for being the the best concession the concession stand employee of you know, in the nation. So we'll go with that. Um, let's see here. Okay. Okay. Same stuff. Perfect. Thank you, Ryan. Okay. BJ, my big man, BJ, he likes to bust my balls, which I love because he actually makes me laugh quite a bit. And I love this question. If Penn state, now this is hypothetical because we all know Michigan's going to be in the big 10 tile game next year. But if Penn State were to play Minnesota in the Big Ten championship game next season, which team would you want to win, PJ or or, or Franklin? Uh, he knows how much I hate those two. If you listen to this, not hate, but dislike, if you listen to this podcast for any point in time throughout this season, you will know my dislike 
heavy dislike for either one of those men or for both of those men. Um, I would hope for a 0-0 tie constantly until they turned off the lights and kicked everybody out. Uh, I wouldn't want either one of those fools to win. If I had to, uh, gun to my head, I would die, I think. Uh, no, I would uh, I would probably pick Franklin uh, just because fuck Minnesota, fuck PJ. Uh, PJ Fleck is a cult leader dressed up as uh, Tony Robbins' disembodied penis. That's what PJ Fleck is. He is an absolute cult leader. He's dressed up as a coach. You think he's a head? You think he's a college football coach? But with as much as he spreads like rhetoric and his own baloney, you—he—it's shocking. I'm sure he demands that to have sexual relations with every girlfriend from every guy on that team to play to pay homage to his greatness. I, I can't stand that guy. He really, really bothers me in many different ways. Really. And then they didn't even have a great recruiting class. I think they had one four-star. Maybe. Because it's Minnesota. Just let that sink into your heads. I understand I sound like an elitist. I sound like every douchey dude ever. But let's face it. It's Minnesota. They play in the fucking gosh darn West division of the Big Ten. The easiest division maybe ever, unless you're in the Pac-12, and then every division in the Pac-12 is easy. But all I'm saying is, for God's sakes, why would I ever cheer for that? I mean, Michigan could have gone, Michigan go to the Big Ten title game every stinking season from here on out if they were in the West, blindfolded. And I'm going to cheer for that cult leader? No. If I have to, I'm going to go for the bald-headed cheerleader who really can't coach but can recruit, Mr. Franklin. I want to go for that. I want to let him do his thing. He can't coach for shit, but he's, he can he can at least recruit. Uh, it's a shame that USC signed their, their uh, what, Clay Helton. Uh, it's sad that they signed him because fucking Mr. Hollywood Franklin would would have been out in a blink of an eye. So I'm I would have wanted that to happen. But if I have to pick one, I'm going Franklin. Thank you uh BJ that was an awesome fucking question. Now the last one is this. It comes from Davis. Uh did you see Hudson's post uh where he believes Michigan has more talent than Ohio? Uh, yeah, man, that's a tough one. Um because no matter how you look at it, it, it's not good, right? If you don't believe him, which 99.9% of uh, anybody who has two eyes and a brain will be like, there's no fucking way Ohio has less talent than Michigan, um, it's bad, right? It just makes him look foolish, uh, naive, and doesn't know what he's talking about. Two. If we do have more talent, then why the fuck have we been losing so many fucking times? If we have the most talent and we're still getting embarrassed, what the fuck is happening? So either way, it doesn't look good for this guy. Now listen, I don't think the talent gap is as big as everyone's talking about, but I do think that the mental toughness gap is its a chasm. It's the Grand Canyon. It, they don't even know what's our defense. He has zero room to talk about talent level or anything like that when you're jumping off sides 
in the, one of the more crucial moments in the game against a team you can't fuck up against. I know that has nothing to do with talent, has to do with mental preparedness, but still, you have zero room to talk like this. I want to believe him, but still, it ain't true. It just isn't. The gap isn't as big as as what people want you to believe. This game this year would have been much closer if we didn't constantly shoot ourselves in the fucking foot acting like dickholes. If we weren't acting like insecure, mentally weak dick faces, we actually would have been a lot closer in this game than what the fucking score showed. And then also, I mean, for God's sakes, Dobbins fumbles a ball and it bounces right into his fucking hands. I mean, fuck, dude. The luck is not on our side in some of this stuff. But still, you can't steal somebody's shoe. You can't. You can't jump off sides. You can't hit somebody out of bounds. You can't fumble the ball. You can't drop a touchdown. You can't, on fourth and two, miss a hole. That ha- I know none of that has to do with talent. That has to do with mental preparedness. So, yes, maybe we are even or have more talent than what. I want to believe him. But we are mentally weaker than Ohio State, and that fucking hurts me to say. But look at the proof. We are mentally weaker. 2016, we fucked up. We should have won that game instead of hoping for a fucking good spot. 2017, John O'Fucking Corn throwing the ball. 10 feet over everybody's fucking head. Mental preparedness. We weren't mentally ready for any of these games. 2018, same fucking shit. And 2019. And then 2015, I don't even count. Because we had a defensive coach leaving. We didn't have all the speed on defense that we sh- that we have now. We just weren't ready. I mean, we were blessed to be 10-3 and that season. We were blessed to be 10-3. But 2016, 2017, 2018, and 2019 showed that we were a mentally weaker team than Ohio State. But nobody ever mentions it. I'm the only podcast that mentions that fucking shit. Am I, am I blind? Am I crazy? Have I been smoking the reefer or the ganja or whatever outdated reference I could possibly pull up to make it sound like I'm not so fucking crazy? Am I crazy? Because it all shows that it's mental weakness. It has nothing to do with talent. What mental weakness on our coaching staff that they couldn't figure out a crossing route in 2018. 2019, I just I just yelled off five or six different different things that are different fucking plays that we fucked up. That we fucked up against a team you can't fuck up against. I just, yeah, maybe I'm telling you the talent gap isn't that far. It's not that big. But the mental preparedness, it's the Grand Canyon. Maybe that's what he's trying to say. Maybe he just didn't get it out in the in the proper way. Because I, I got to believe he's a smart kid, man. He He's intelligent. He He's always been one of my faves. But it's the mental. It's the mental. So... I'm going to get out of here on that one, guys. Uh, Once again, I love this podcast. Ask me anything. It's fantastic. Listen, guys, you want to ask me anything, football, basketball, um, personal, I fuck, I don't care. Ask me anything. That's why it's called Ask Me Anything. Ask me anything. Don't care. I'll answer it. Really don't. I really don't give a shit. And, guys, uh, also, I'm telling you, as soon as I get a rock hard... (laughs) 
<laughs> what am I doing? A Bluetooth ad? Uh, it, once I get a Anything I say is going to sound perverted now. A firm, a firm confirmation. I am going to blast this news, and it's huge, and I'm excited, and I can't wait to do it. And I actually can't wait to see your reaction to it, good or bad, because it it's going to strike a chord to some of you. Uh, I can't wait. This is super exciting, and this really gets us into next season on a high note, and it is awesome. I am. I can't be more appreciative of what's going to happen here. Can't wait to say it. I really can't. It's going to be awesome, guys. I am super, super stoked. But with that all being said, it is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. Never forget that, guys. We, as fans, need to believe that, start living it, acting it out every day of our life. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. And always and forever, guys, go blue.